Yeah. Okay. So don't don't do it again. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, again. Yes. <laughs> Haven't yes. you seen Ghostbusters? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Don't cross the wires. It would the be Paul, bad. The Paul Feig one. Also, you under, look under like you're just like wrapped up in like eight cables you're wrapped, and like you're headphone wires. Like, dude. like you're just draped in, in USB cables and audio uh, cables and headphones. And shit. That's, what I, that's what I get for wearing a green shirt, and now it's actually visible. What shirt are you wearing? I can't. Tell what? Uh, this is a uh, OG uh, Godzilla shirt from Cavity Colors. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, it is the first tie-dye shirt i think i've ever owned <laughs> do you remember and ryan i've got remember, a, i've got a purple one coming hopefully within the next two weeks ryan do you remember going to see um doom riders and uh uh what was the other band uh what? it was doom riders coliseum or was this the one in chapel hill with red sparrows red sparrows that one yeah the, yeah, the guy, the guy who was in Converge or whatever, was wearing a tie dye Iron Maiden shirt. And he was like, "The place that I stayed at last night, they let they let me have this shirt." And he was like, "I like Iron Maiden, but I don't like Iron Maiden and fish." <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Ryan, this is the first tie dye shirt that you've ever owned. Uh, yes. Okay. So are I... you? Are you? Do you think you're gonna like invest in more tie dye shirts, or is this a new phase that you're entering? I, th- I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna stop it too. Um, okay. because I was so intrigued by the designs that were coming out. What, because, what's number two? Uh, it's another, that's, it's that's another cool. Godzilla shirt. <laughs> it's, it's another you start a collection Godzilla of tie dye Godzilla shirts. Almost uh, a good idea. <laughs> well, the thing is cavity colors was dropping, um, lines like different, like, you know, collections of assorted, uh, monster movies. And they're like, here's the first two Godzilla ones. We've got even more coming. And in my mind, I went, ah, fuck. <laughs> so if those other two work, then uh, shit. Although with the purple one, I'm afraid I might look like the Grimace. So. If those two work, <laughs> you mean like if they work as shirts? Yeah. Of they, they work get on you laid. Okay. I, I, <laughs> all right. Um, I want I want a picture of you in each Godzilla tie dye shirt, and I want like a side by side that says you in that says inside you there are two right hands wearing tie dye Godzilla <laughs> shirts. Like you choose which way, Western man. Isn't the, camo just patriotic tie dye? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I, I really do. It's good. All right. Well, that uh, died on the vine right there, didn't it? Yeah. Now, Vic, Will, Will what shirt a... are you wearing? What shirt am I wearing? It's yeah. Duckhead. It's a uh, Carhartt. Uh, Boat company shirt. <laughs> boat. Like, it just says boat, boat on company? it. <laughs> uh, Beaver Boat Works. Evan oh, Rude. It's not Bubba Gump Shrimp Company. Evan Rude. Holy shit! I can't even. Is that a rescuers reference? No, Evan Rude is. Evan uh, Rude is an engine. It's an <laughs> it's outboard boat engine. <laughs> Evan Rude is the opposite of Evan Polite. Are you starting a uh, boat company shirt collection? Yeah. Yep. Based off of my. You should tie dye all your boat. Shirt. I said to myself, if this shirt works, I'm going to get another boat company shirt. <laughs> nice. What, what, what's next on the list? What's next on your wish list of boat um, company shirts? Prob- probably Grady White. Um, okay. I'm going to get a nice Grady White, uh, pro- probably a polo. You know, something's got like a couple buttons and a collar on it. Would you, you go for a uh, Guy Harvey? 
Uh, Guy Harvey's not a boat company. That's an artist. Yeah, so but, that's, but I, I mean, Big Johnson isn't a boat company either, but you should also right. have those. So two. why would I? I'm not going to get a Big Johnson uh, shirt either. You should, though. I you should yeah, get a right, Big Right, right. No, no. Those are all, but like we're talking specifically boat companies, you guys. Guy Harvey you doesn't are. make boats? That's the problem. <laughs> no, Guy Harvey doesn't. I thought Do Lisa Frank and Guy Harvey He make should boats. make boats. <laughs> He should make both. He should diversify his Guy Lisa Harvey Frank too. Guy Harvey is the equal and opposite reaction to Lisa Frank, right? <laughs> like like they both did like Lisa Frank did like orcas and dolphins in space and shit. And Guy Harvey is like the male version where he does like super realistic fish in their natural habitat. It's crazy that Guy Harvey not only made those type of shirts, but also directed like Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <laughs> <laughs> he, dude, he got six. He started drawing those I'm, fish, and then he got to marry Madonna. It I'm was the so wildest happy shit. Happy that yeah. you went with Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels, and not like Snatch or something, because that is like the best Guy Ritchie movies. Yeah, he has two good movies. That's it. Guy Ritchie he, does. Guy Ritchie well, has two good let's, movies, let's and think that's about it. it. It's Snatch, sure? Snatch and Lock, Stock, or the only have you thing? seen yeah. Rock and Roller? Yeah. Yes. Uh, actually, it's not that good. No, it's not. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Think about it. He made like those two badass movies, got all this reputation, then he married Madonna. I just tried to watch a uh, the latest Guy Ritchie movie that's got Jason Statham. I think it's called Wrath of Man on a this flight. This guy, Jason Statham. Are, are you Jason yeah, Statham explaining? What? Are you Jason Statham explaining to us? <laughs> what do you mean? I feel like you were like this guy, Jason Statham. Like we didn't know who Jason Statham. <laughs> no, was. dumbass. I'm talking about Guy Ritchie. I oh, said yeah. Guy Ritchie's it, latest it, it, movie, it starring just, Jason Statham. The, the, the sentence sounded funny the way uh, you said it. That's all. <laughs> anyway, Jason Statham used to be an Olympic diver, and then he got into <laughs> movies, uh, the and fuck? then started. <laughs> yeah, you didn't know he, that he went the Gina Davis route, huh? From the Olympics to acting. Maybe really? so. I, didn't know I thought Davis. that was like a joke. No, no, no. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm pretty sure he made an Olympics one time, but no, he was a he was a professional diver for a little <laughs> bit. Um, but anyway, uh, yeah. Anyway, it's called Wrath of Man. It is one of the worst pieces of shit I, I have ever I, seen. I feel like I, based on it's what so I bad. know, I was at a Red Box yesterday, and uh, I saw Wrath of Man, and in my head, that is not a Guy Ritchie movie, just based on the art, the look of, of it. Like, yeah. yeah, it's yeah. like it doesn't. Feel, I know that doesn't really mean anything, but yeah, I feel like I can't even believe you now that that's I, Guy Ritchie. But I can't what name does that mean? another Guy Ritchie movie. Oh my! I'm, I'm looking at telling it. you two good movies. <laughs> I'm looking. It. I'm looking at his body of work. Oh shit! And, uh, I did not realize he directed this movie. But I, I'm shit. looking at his body of work, and I was just like, okay, he's got to have more than two because I always like arguing with Will and losing. <laughs> um, but <laughs> so yeah, so there's Snatch, Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels. <clears throat> And then, real talk, a whole lot of garbage. He fucking directed, I didn't know he directed Aladdin. <laughs> yeah, live, like... The live-action Aladdin? Yeah, yeah the, one with, the one with the Will Smith genie. Holy shit, yeah. I didn't know he that did, either. He did the king. I said that like I thought uh, he fucking directed the goddamn Disney. Yeah, uh, that's right. <laughs> he, he, he like, like he really fucking, had to differentiate between the animated version. Guy Ritchie yeah. <laughs> directed I'm, the 1994 classic. Yeah. He did. Uh, he did. Swept away. So speaking of Madonna, but have did, any of us ever seen that? I tried to watch it. I think on like cable TV back in the day, and I was like, I'm. I love not it when you say this. you tried to watch something because yes. that implies yeah. that you failed. To, to I watch don't it. like giving up on movies. <laughs> like I, I've never walked out of a, a movie in a theater. 
Um, I had been taken out of a, th- a movie in the theater by my parents when I was a kid. Oh, God. I thought um, you were about to say, like, the security removed you. screaming, yes. <laughs> um, okay, so what, what, what movie was that? Uh, when I was a kid, apparently that happened in The Little Mermaid. Um, <laughs> Your parents so, were like, I'm not watching this garbage. And took no, you apparently out. when, like, Ursula, I guess, like, turns into a giant monster at the end of the movie, like, I apparently got really freaked out by oh, that. Oh, okay. <laughs> And so <laughs> the, the way you tell the story, it sounded uh, like they just were mad about how bad the movie was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, that's like, what I thought. Now, like they apparently, they told me like a few years ago, they're like, Oh, and I, cause I was saying about, yeah, I've never walked out of a theater. And they were like, well, technically we have taken you out of a theater. And I was like, Oh shit. Now <gasps> they, they're, they were like, Ryan's parents. <laughs> they were like, uh, I, I brought you into the theater and I'll take you out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, yeah, so uh, the rest of his movies, uh, yeah, swept away both the Sherlock Holmes movies. Oh, those were not good. Those were not good. Yeah, um, The Man from Uncle, which I forgot existed. I've heard people uh, say that was good. It's fine. um, And then there's uh, the King Arthur movie from a couple years ago, which fucking sucked. Um, I I remember seeing that on, I think, Plex. Uh, One of my friends uploaded it to there, and I just was astonished by how fucking bad it was. Um. Yeah. Oh my God, man! Like, what a what a I disappointing what a disappointing <laughs> filmography. <laughs> told we you. wasted so much time just not listening to Will. I, I, yeah, I like. I could have just been like, okay. <laughs> I watched. I watched The Wrath oh. of Man the other day, and then I got to thinking about it, and I was like, this motherfucker really directed two cool movies, and then married Madonna, and that was it. That's all he's so, done with his entire so was fucking it a, life. Was it a prequel to The Wrath of Khan? Wrath of <laughs> yes. Man. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Okay, Vic, cut that out. (laughs) Have you guys noticed how many Jason Statham movies there are where he's like the star of like an action movie? Like, there's so many that you've never heard of before. And I was looking at my DVD collection and I have a movie called The Bank Job. Oh, yeah. I don't know where I got it. I still have never watched it. I'm going to have to watch it, I guess. But what, but then I saw like a preview for some other movie. I don't even remember the name of it, but it's like another one of those movies. And I also Parker? have, I can't, I can't. So there's so many of them. Jason Statham is yeah. like he's pumping them out. He he's your go to like you know handsome kind of mediocre action movie needing dude. And uh, I mean he has some good stuff under his belt. I, you know, I also I, I I found I have Crank. On DVD, have okay. you seen Crank? Cr- crank rules. I will it, it's not. It's good. It, crank, I mean, Crank it's and good Crank for, Two are awesome. It's just like absurd, though. Like it's yeah. so. Ridiculous. Isolate that audio of Ryan just saying Crank rules. Like it's <laughs> like it's Crystal Meth he's talking about. <laughs> uh, what you should do is when you talk about uh, Jason Statham, you should actually be talking about David uh, Strathern. Who's that? Does anyone sure know who that, that is? <laughs> So is that this week's Marianne Faithful? It is this week's Marianne Faithful. <laughs> you know, for many, many years, I thought that Daniel Craig and Jason Statham were the same person. Wow. I could see that. I could see that. That 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 tracks to me. I still maybe don't know the difference now. So Daniel Craig Jason is Statham's James a little Bond. rougher around the edges. Right, right. Well, the thing is, I've never seen any of the Daniel Craig James Bond movies. I haven't so, either. What? I think I've seen one of them. I think it was uh, Skyfall. I know I Adele, Adele's in one of them, right? I mean, she's not. Oh in yeah, it. she does I a think, song. Yeah, she does a song for it. Yeah. She does a, the theme song. I only know the theme songs for those movies, but I've never actually seen any of them. I heard Casino Royale's pretty solid. 
You know, um, I, I have I have the eh. original Casino Royale on uh, VHS. Have you guys ever seen the first Casino Royale? Mm-hmm. Nope. Uh, have, it, have you, you guys know what they call Casino Royale in France? <laughs> fuck, <laughs> fuck fuck dare. Casino, Casino Royale with cheese. Uh, wow. So it's like a complete departure from the the James Bond films. It's like a like a comedy spoof movie. Is that it's, the one where there's like different James Bonds? Like yeah. Jimmy Bond and Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah. It's like a com it's like a, a joke movie <laughs> that's like a take on James Bond movies. It's weird. weird. Well, all right, welcome to Jort Center. I don't know what the fuck that was. Oh <laughs> <We just laughs> uh, man. Do you guys have bumper stickers on your car? No. Uh no. I used no, to have a anymore. ton of them. Is that okay? So I got to thinking about this because I, I was like behind uh, this car in traffic, um, and the the bumper stickers were so fucking wild and all over the place that I just got to think about the like type of adult that covers the back of their car in bumper stickers, like you know makes X you know. Uh, What's the word? What's what's the E word that I'm thinking of? Exclamate. Like they're exclamating their opinions about the world on the back of their car. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know if any of us were that type of person or well, not. And similarly, do any of us have like a lot of band stickers on our car either? I used to have a shit ton of them on my car. Um, that was my old Camry, which uh, unfortunately RIP. Um, but I had a... I had like. I Are you know, breaking the like, news right here that your Camry is no longer with us? Right? Yeah, I'll, I'll see it. At, I'll see it at the oh, crossroads. Dude, I'm so sorry. Uh, Get a moment of silence for the Camry. <laughs> There's Ooh, your that moment. Was good, thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, like I used to have like I think I had like six or seven band stickers on there, and I had like some other shit on there. I think one was said something like, actually, I think this one was technically my mom's sticker because I bought the car off my mom. Okay. And uh, the sticker said, like, I'm already against the next war, which I uh, was like, yeah, no shit. I thought uh, it was going to be something about women and, and periods or something like that. Like, mm, that would have been so much funnier. Us. Women who have periods rarely make us. Yeah, I don't think people really have bumper stickers anymore. But I, it's crazy you, when you, you see, you have like. not been up here, sir. <laughs> there, is it a DC thing? Um, it is a. I've noticed it's more yeah, of a you Virginia. You have not been up there. Yeah. <laughs> it is more of a Virginia thing. Um, whenever I would have to drive into Virginia for just an assortment of things, sometimes just to grab stuff for my uh, job to take there, um, I saw. I've seen like ones that are covered in minion stickers, like the shit you see online. You're like, oh my dear god! <laughs> Did you say minion uh, stickers? Is it because yes. is it because Virginia is for lovers and lovers are more likely to have bumper stickers? Virginia's for minions, apparently. <laughs> We're gonna print a bumper sticker that says "bumper it's, stickers." It's a Virginia thing. Yeah, <laughs> no, yeah, and another one that says "Virginian for minions." <laughs> Virginian for minions is the episode name. It has to be Virginia. Oh, oh I'm, I'm writing that down to make sure I don't forget that. All right. <laughs> All right, I love so, that these topics go nowhere. Um, I, w- I was behind a QAnon car yesterday. Ooh, that's exciting. On the way to work. I, uh, I took a picture of it. I'll send it to you guys. But Hell it was yeah. just like a big Q with the American flag and then a hashtag WG, whatever, where we go, one we go, all. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
got for topics this week? I don't have one. Okay, <laughs> Josh, what do you got for topics this week? Um, since we're kind of like asking all these like existential questions, I just got to ask, like, where have all the cookies gone? <laughs> I was going to ask where have all the cowboys gone. Keep I was going. Keep going. Was gonna, Keep was going. Ask that the was same thing. Right? My, uh, my next topic is where have all the where, cowboys gone? Yeah, where have all the cowboys gone? <laughs> um, Did they take the cookies? <laughs> I, I'm so lost. I feel like I don't understand what's happening. Vic, I'm lost too. I'm just finding it funny. I don't, I don't understand. Okay, um, but seriously, I brought this up on Twitter yesterday. Uh, Who would win in a fight between all of us? Well, I'm going to go ahead and say not me. <laughs> I, I actually my vote's probably for Josh because he's so willing to like get into a fight with army wives on Facebook yeah. you know like uh, let me paint a scenario for you <laughs> alright so I just I kidnapped your son Armand Asante I'm pretty sure that's his name um, and I have him and I'm holding a <laughs> ransom would you fight me did Mark? you just call his son Armand <laughs> yeah that's his son's name right? <laughs> okay, so yeah, you have my my son Armand Asante uh, kidnapped. Okay, and then what happens? Would you fight me then? What? I mean, yeah, I would. I don't know how successful I'd be, but I'd give I'd give it the old college try. Mm, that, did you? I like your enthusiasm you for saving your son. I'd give it the college try. <laughs> I mean, what else am I gonna do? I don't know. Yeah, I'd probably find something that would make the fight less fair on my side, like a brick or a gun or something. You know, hey, there's or no such like thing. Read they, through my past tweets and see. There's <laughs> no such thing as a fair fight. Try Josh, cancel him. Just cancel him. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, All right, they here's Armand Asante. <laughs> have they tried canceling kidnappers? <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag cancel kidnappers. Uh, Josh, oh. do you still start your arguments or potential fight instigators with sir and ma'am like you've talked about before? <laughs> Dude, no, but uh, we were at practice the other day, and Scott, the drummer and Late Bloomer, uh, his son's going through a metal phase, and he's like nine years old, and he comes downstairs how dare and you goes, call it a phase? Oh, yeah. Well, um, he he comes downstairs and he goes says to his dad, "Sir, could I request that you play a blast beat?" <laughs> Was he wearing a uh, what kind of hat do they wear? Fedora? I don't know. That's the one. Propeller yeah. hat? <laughs> <laughs> Just like, he's nine. What kind of hat do they wear? I That's don't know. A, I don't know if if you got that all the way out, but you said a blast beat. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it was the most polite thing. Like it was like how he talks to his dad. Um, so it was just like basically it's like father can you please play a blast beat <laughs> father may, may i have another shows. blast beat oh, fa- oh father <laughs> before bedtime please oh, father would which thou play the hyper grind style yeah. of drumming yeah do that at the next show dan just uh, i'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna sit right show. up front and be like sir can you play a blast beat <laughs> sir can you play some arpeggio sweets <laughs> I, I imagine Dwayne will be like, well, since you asked so politely. <laughs> <laughs> Is that okay. all your topics this week? Uh, that's all. My, well, I guess since y'all don't want to see if you could 
whip my ass or not, uh, then we can move on. Well, are we going to discuss this via Zoom, or are we going to do this thing and go just beat the shit out of each other for the next episode? Should, should I get a kiddie pool and full, full, full of chocolate pudding, and let's try are this we, thing? Are we all snack later? <laughs> Vic, Vic went zero to 60 with that. Are we all going to end up in a Mexican standoff? Where everyone's just pointing Racist. a gun at one another. Hey, that's a term. <laughs> what does that even mean? Though? I don't know. I don't know why. I've, I've thought about that a million times. I don't know why that standoff is Mexican. Like Chinese fire drill? Like, yeah. What is yeah, that? yeah. Like the does it have to I do feel, with the Alamo or something? I feel like I think it originated in maybe some like... You're making some, this some, up. You have no <laughs> idea. Whatever is about to come out of your speculation. mouth. It's you, called speculation. It's called speculation. Serious question. Though. Let Serious the man question. speculate. Okay. No, let, let Ryan let Ryan speculate. Okay, go Ryan, ahead. Go ahead. No, nah, I remember I think it comes <laughs> Listen, you fucker, shut up. Um I do believe it came from uh Spanish language action films from back in like the sixties. Um I know it I saw it first time in The Good, the Bad and the Ugly and in Reservoir Dogs. But so I it, so you're telling me this it, term didn't show up until, like, the film industry? In this the, in like the a, 60s, and then it jumped forward to, like, 1992, and we didn't use it <laughs> in between. Yeah, Reservoir Dogs. dogs. Yeah. And, and also, Good, Bad, and the Ugly, is that, that's not Spanish, that's, like, a Italian. It's Italian, yeah. yeah. Um, the expression, okay, the expression came into use during or before the last decade of the 19th century. Makes okay. an attributed claim that, that the makes... term, it makes an attributed claim that the term is of Australian origin. Other sources claim the references to the Mexican-American War or post-war Mexican bandits in the 19th century. So, so definitely a racist term. Yeah. Yeah. Feels uh, like it. All right. Well. All right, Ryan, what do you got for topics this week? Uh, so for topics this week, um, I was going to say that I should have promoted last week Free Comic Book Day, which is today. Uh, which is something that takes place across the U.S. Uh, Why did I think it was just, like in May or something? No, they they pushed it back because of COVID. Oh, okay. Um, well, good. And, we're out of that now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. We've. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm very glad that we've uh, defeated this uh, horrible uh, mission tiny accomplished. Virus. <laughs> but no, nah, I should have promoted that last week. But you know, such as do it you is. think? Do you think uh, attendance will dwindle now that we didn't promote it on Joint Center? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I have mentioned this podcast to at least two people at the shop that I frequent up here. So maybe maybe they're going to come up to me and go, you're not getting anything this week. But uh, my other topic, which is at least a little bit more interesting, is um, maybe not That's quite That's a low as, bar. <laughs> it's maybe not quite as interesting, but... Um, it was actually going to be me promoting my uh, marathon coming up in a couple of months for my horror movies. And I wanted to say, if anybody listening to this wants to throw out any suggestions uh, for films that I should check out that I probably haven't checked out, um, you know, hit me up on Twitter. And can, can you um, give like a, a like detailed explanation? Yeah. Of like what you're so, doing? An elevator pitch. Yeah. Yes. What is an elevator pitch? You I pitch want to it? pitch you down an elevator shaft. <laughs> <laughs> so, so I guess that means How I'm out of so the fight. so fast with that? That was so good. 
Uh, yeah, I guess it means I'm out of the fight then. Shit. No, um, Ryan, it means it means you pitching an idea in the time it takes to ride an elevator from like the top floor to the yeah, bottom. Yeah, if you floor. find so, yourself um, in an elevator with like a producer. So basically, Vic and Josh okay. told you to do the exact opposites. Vic said, "Could you give us a detailed explanation of what this is?" And Josh goes, "Yeah, an elevator pitch, and that's not that's not at all what that means." It's like a. Uh, it, do, you, do you ever hear people say that? Between. Have you ever hear people say they want to like peruse the store? Yes. The word um, peruse means meticulously take every single piece of part, you know, and like Oh, does it really? Yeah, it's like the oh, opposite of the way people use it. I well, I will say what it is is that every October, I've been doing this since I think 2011, um I watch at least 31 films for the month of October, uh which is my favorite month. And uh I, I watch them, I chronicle them, I review them, uh, and they all have to be films I've never seen. I've made a couple of exceptions, but, because it's like, there's no fucking fun about, you know, writing about how great Evil Dead is, or how <laughs> right. fucking awesome the old Universal Monster movies are. It's like, big fucking whoop. And, and you um, write it on your blog, and yeah. it, it's what, Into the Hive? Yeah, intothehive.blogspot.com. Um, I may just switch over to Letterboxd, to be honest, since it's a little bit it tends to get a little more hits on there, but you know, I still, you know, maybe I'll probably, you know, be able to just do both. Uh, but probably I have not. a lot of, I have a lot of fun doing it. Um, I don't really know what is going to, what it's in, going to entail this year, because I usually try to at least see two films in theaters and I do not feel comfortable enough to go back to a theater. Why? Right on. Well, <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, I will say if you think that, um, you know, maybe like conventions and whatnot are going to be somewhat uh, unclean during this time. I'm like, I bet theaters are going to be arguably a little bit worse because um, um, they're they're doing. Con- there's like a couple of big conventions this weekend that mm-hmm. I I had my eye on for about a second, and then I was like, I absolutely do not feel comfortable going near crowds that size. Why? <laughs> <laughs> Are you the fucking little kid from Animaniacs who just kept asking why all the time? <laughs> Tammy told me the other day that they've approved, this is kind of a sidebar, but they've approved a third COVID shot, like a booster for people with compromised immune systems. I heard oh, that, yeah. yeah. Nice. How hard do they want to track me? So, <laughs> so, all right, yeah. But no, I mean, I, I will take suggestions for this uh, if anyone's cool. interested in contributing to that. So um, um, I'm. I said it, a suggestion. You know, I, I think I talked before. I saw the lighthouse. You know, I'd be really interested yeah, to hear what that, you, that's your on, thoughts that's on that. That's on the. Movie. That actually is on the list. Um, oh, yeah. Even though I know people say, oh, I don't know if it's a pure horror movie. I'm like, I've watched it, the movies for. It's pretty it horror. I, I feel mean, like if you count something creepy or like a thriller, then you could probably yeah. do it. I mean, oh, abs- oh absolutely. Yeah. Um, I've got. I think I've got the game on there, which is the. Um, oh, that's like a good 90, movie. Yeah, like ninety seven, ninety eight. Yeah, that movie is. I uh, mean, I bought that movie like maybe a couple of years ago because it was like really dirt cheap, and I just completely, completely forgot about it. Uh, have you ever <laughs> seen the movie Asylum? Oh, that uh, sounds good. Yes, yeah, the British movie. Yeah, yeah, British? yeah. The, yeah, the British. Uh, is it Antho- a is it a British. Hammer Hammer film? Um, no, it was a it was a rival company to Hammer, um, oh. but it's like an, a little anthology. That movie's fucking great. Yeah, it's a good um, one. Is that how he lost that all that his money after his rap career? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He lost uh, it to making Asylum. British horror movies. <laughs> no. no, thankfully he didn't say The Asylum, which we uh, 
spoiler alert, may have talked about on an episode that has yet to be released. Did we? Uh, no, we I, did. I'm pretty sure we did. It's the Mockbuster Company. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. talking about like conventions uh canceling and whatnot i guess like have you seen that there's like another strain of covid coming it's the lambda strain (laughs) i feel like i can't lambda 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 strain yeah it's like what's next like the omega moo strain (laughs) (laughs) the like and and plenty of people have been making these jokes but it does sound like sugma or ligma <laughs> or, uh, or, or like it sounds like it's being it's set up for a D's nuts joke. It really fucking is. Uh, I guess it, here's a callback. Um, so, did you all know that in the movie Judge Dredd, Armand Asante is supposed to be Sylvester Stallone's clone? Wait, really? Yeah. Oh man, they fucked up. <laughs> yeah, they could have just used double. Slice. Double slice, yeah. yeah. But yeah. then but then you wouldn't have Armand Asante in the movie. Which like, Armand Asante is probably he's really great in it. Big son needs work, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about so okay, Judge Dredd, Fatal Instinct. Can you name another Armand Asante movie? I was uh, just about to name one. He uh, he played Odysseus in like a made for TV. Yes, yeah. 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 Remember did, did you guys watch that in school? Yeah. I used to get him confused with Andre Agassi all the time. So that's really? What? <laughs> I mean... Seems like you get him confused with Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> uh, well, it's uh, like, I feel like... God, I would need a minute to remember any Armand Asante films. Okay, wait. Well, well, we've we've pronounced him up. Look at him. Okay, 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 I just I want to point out... To- We've research. pronounced his name four different ways so far. <laughs> Just like my Angelo. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Teenage Mutant Maya Angelo. <laughs> Don't do that again. I feel like I can't even tell what movies he was in based on his Wikipedia page. Oh, he was in uh, Prophecy. Uh, not The Prophecy. Yeah, but he was the uh, Frankenheimer yeah. one. Yeah, like the like the what are you talking the, about? Yeah, like the mutated bear thing. What um, the fuck? Yeah. Oh, you yeah. have you? I was, oh, wait, I was about to say it. I'm going to watch that, but now I'm not. No, yeah, you're you're not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, but yeah, Vic, your topics this week. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Vic's surprise trivia challenge. <laughs> All right. Okay. So, we have four new contestants from our Peloton subscribers. Yay! Um, today, uh, I've rolled your initiatives and paired you with our Patreon subscribers. Ryan is going to be playing for Steve Arduini. Will is playing for Ginger. Dan is playing for Schweitz. And Josh is playing for Jeanette. Does Excellent. that sound right? <laughs> yeah. All right. Y'all ready to do this thing? I'm ready for this. All right, so we're starting with Ryan. Ryan's got the first question. I'm going to roll to see which category you are. Again, I've done just entertainment. I'm doing music, TV, film, and print media. That's all there is. 
uh, I think next time I'm going to be doing like science and math and history and shit. And so add, add podcasts to it. Oh, oh that's I'm a gonna, great uh, idea. The, ne- the next, or the next time you tell me that in advance, I just won't show up to the recording. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Ryan, Good. I rolled you a four, which is the print media. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. In nineteen, <laughs> you ready? In nineteen sixty, a gentleman bet Theodore Geisel that he couldn't write a book using only fifty words. In response, he wrote what book? Hmm. Theodore Geisel. I'll give you a hint if you have trouble. I work in a bookstore, so I'm gonna feel like a fucking. Do you know who Theodore Geisel is? Um, I assume he is the son of Theodore Roosevelt. Why? That's how names work. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly how names work. Yeah, you should. Yep. I feel like as someone who works in a bookstore, you should know who Theo- Theodore Geisel is. Yeah. Fucking hell! It's um, one of the most famous books of all time. Yeah. Oh, Will just knows so the know. answer, huh? I do. I don't know the answer. I just know who he is. Okay. Well, if, I think. If you're well, at, no, no, no. I won't say that I know the answer. I know it's one of. Yeah, yeah. Okay. The most. Fa- I, so, I'm not so sure. So Ryan, I, exactly I had this on the back burner. If you're having trouble, I will tell you who Theodore Geisel is. He goes by the pen name. Dr. Seuss. Oh. Um, so he was bet that he couldn't mm, write a book using only 50 fifth. words, and he wrote this book. That's a mm. huge clue you it just It is, gave I know. Damn. I am going to guess. I'm always worried I make these questions too hard, you know? You didn't. I'm going <laughs> to guess. That was solid. Also, he works in a bookstore. I cannot yeah, right. stress this enough. Okay. Well, this I'm, is going, a yeah. I'm going to guess... One fish, two fish, red fish, blue fish. Okay, well, that's a great guess, but it's wrong. It, it, uh, Will, what do you think? Well, cat I, in the hat. I thought it was cat in the hat, but I, I think oh, I'm misremembering that. Words. Yeah, cat in the hat is a fucking that's ton it. of words in it. Is it green eggs and ham? It is green eggs and ham. Oh, okay, damn. that's that's right. I thought it was cat in the hat originally, and then I remembered re- re- like rereading that factoid about the bet and cat. realizing it was green eggs and ham. Cat, cat in the Hat is Dr. Seuss's War and Peace. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, this is another one of those things where I like. I feel like I I read it so often that it's just like super familiar to me, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yet, if you think about it, Green Eggs and Ham, they just repeat the same shit a thousand times. Yes, in yes. That book. It's very repetitive. All right, so now we are going to Will, who right. is playing for Ginger. Oh, and yeah. you rolled a one. You got a music question. Shout out to Ginger. She All just right. sent me a bunch of stickers from Grand Rapidians play video oh, games. I, so. I have been listening to that podcast, and it is awesome. I love it's it. It's so good. They're they're wonderful. Her and Willie do such a good job with it. All right, you have ready? you sent her her stickers? Fuck you, Dan. I'm sending them out today. Piece of shit. Sure. You probably got new stickers coming in, so you're gonna wait. <laughs> All right, you ready? This pop singer was the only artist to have had a number one single every single year of the 90s. Damn, every single year. Every year of the 90s, this pop singer had a number one hit. 90s. Fuck. Pop singer. Can I I get a male? Is it a female? I'll tell you it's female, yeah. Female. (laughs) I'll say Madonna. That's a good guess. Anybody else have any guesses? God, I was wrong. Clearly, clearly not right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna guess Mariah Carey. Yeah, that is exactly right. It was Mariah. God Carey. Yeah. damn it, man! <laughs> so I didn't make the Fuck. question too hard. That's good to know. I was gonna say uh, <laughs> Gloria Stefan, but then I almost said uh, Gloria Steinem. Because, <laughs> <laughs> because, you're such a feminist. Yeah, yeah. 
It's funny. That makes me think of like in 1990. What was Mariah Carey's hit? You know, like um, the, she. Was I it, mean that that's when she man. like first came onto the scene. But she still uh, had a number one hit that year. Was it? Yeah. I didn't know um, she was that early. Was it like fantasy? I didn't either. Fantasy's not that early. No, um, let's see. Because I always think of her as like a mid late 90s kind of singer. You know. I remember what year did? No, there's no way her first hit was fucking all I want for Christmas. No, no that would have that that, doomed I don't even think career. that was 90s. All I remember is when we got our first computer. It had Vision this, of Love is I have the, no the idea song, what song from 1990. That's probably huh. her first hit. Like right. I don't think she's any earlier than that. When, when we got our first computer, there was a CD on it, and it had like five music videos. And so this was like 96, maybe, or something. And it had... Um, a song by Mariah Carey. And so I would have almost thought that was like the beginning of her career. Like it had Presence in the United States of America, Mary Shape and oh, Carpenter. Yeah. Right on. Uh, yeah, and a couple others. It's oh, probably just like we were too young when she was first coming yeah. onto the scene. Like we were all like five and six years old, if that, you know. I think the first song of hers I heard was that song, Honey. Do you remember that oh, song? Yeah. yeah. You I, know, I, I'll just I talk about I'm not going like, to lie. Mariah Carey's kind of fucking good. She is good. Right. No, she is good. She's great. Fantastic. Yeah. Yeah. Is right. there is there a debate around that? I don't know. I, 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 I was just <laughs> celebrating how to awesome me, Mariah Carey was. I think she's amazing. <laughs> she's uh, she's beautiful, and she's stayed beautiful all this time. She's a beautiful person. She's really good at social <laughs> Inside media. And, out. Um, and, and so. glitter is not that bad of a movie. It is. Uh, you're you're right. It's not bad. I I, I wouldn't know, but but um, <laughs> anyway, lover, lover. Dan's up next. I rolled down a two, and so this is a film question. All right. Uh, I thought this one was kind of maybe too easy. What was the first feature-length animated movie ever released? Ooh. I think I know this one. I thought Sorry. it was too Snow easy. Snow White. I, that's exactly right. Dan's got a point. Is that right? Yeah, it is right. <laughs> okay. So Dan has a point. So Schweitz is in the lead. So uh-huh. if someone like gets the point after you like when someone guesses it after you, it's your question they don't get the point though. No, it's just for fun. Okay. You can't right. steal this it. one. Okay. Oh, I, should we do it that way next time? No, just keep uh, it. Yeah, because like because the then it's like who like it's there's three people trying right. to steal at the same time. But, it just makes it more complicated. And, and also, I feel like it's kind of you get a leg up if you hear one of the wrong answers. It's like yeah, an, an exactly. advantage. Yeah. Exactly. Let's do, keep doing it this way. Okay, so Josh is next. Woo. And he rolled a one. We're going to do another music question. Mm. Oh, this is another one that I thought might be too easy. This southern rock band took its name from the legend of a sex worker serial killer who mutilated and decapitated her clients. Um... Ooh. Molly Hatchet. That's exactly right. Josh has got a point. Well, I started going uh, metal, and I was like, Lizzie Borden, Southern. That's rock, that's though. what I was gonna yeah, say. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but Lizzie Borden was a child. Like she was not a sex worker. I don't know what she did in her free time. <laughs> 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 All right. Who am I to judge? You're so, like, you know what? It's not my business. As long as you ain't hurting anybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She specifically was hurting other people. <laughs> Oh, not people oh, well, you know. That's debatable. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we're back to Ryan. He rolled a four. You're doing another print media. You got both the print oh, media. Damn. 
The answer is Family Circus. <laughs> How <laughs> fucking weird would that be if it really was? <laughs> All right. Um, this publication – oh, th- this one might be hard. This publication was the last persisting work of EC Comics, a publisher best known for Tales from the Crypt. Ooh, it's the, the, last, last... the last running EC Comics publication. Was it a uh... – was it a, like a one? Was it like a limited series? I'm not going to answer actually? any questions. You no, have sir. To guess. <laughs> hmm. The last thing run EC and Comics. If you did, everything EC Comics did ran for a long time, too. Hmm. Like Tales from the Crypt and Vault of Horror. You know. This I, feels so hard. This I, feels like I, such I was a thinking hard question. Can, can you edit that? I can't. I can't. This I can't get so a hard. hint, can I? <laughs> um, well, I don't even know. Crank kind of rules. This what, feels so hard. What is, what is the what is the name? Uh, what letter of does the, it begin with? No, don't do that. Don't do that. No. Okay. What? How how about? What, can I? What's tell the you? answer spelled backwards? I will give you like, a hint. Can I get that as a clue? <laughs> I'll give you a hint. Um, telling you that it's like uh, Tales from the Crypt and Vault of Horror is what Easy Comment is a mislead. It's to throw you off of what the actual answer is. Because <laughs> E.T. Comics did do Tales from the Crypt and Vault of Horror, but that's priming you to think it's something that is a little off. So it might not be horror. It's, mm. Right. I know. So I think I know this. Swamp. I, I am going to guess, and I feel, I can't remember if this was E.C. Comics or not, but um, Monsters on the Prowl? Nope. Who, no. who else has a guess? Oh, uh, is Mad Magazine. It is Mad Magazine. Are you fucking kidding me? Uh. <laughs> that was yeah. good. I, I can't believe you got that. That yeah. one's hard. Well, I got, we got a lot of old volumes of Mad Magazine in the office at work. Man, oh, I used really? to have like a, a stack of them uh, that I've lost. I, know what, I don't know what happened too. to them. All right. So it's back to Will. And I guess we've exhausted the print media. So we're not doing that. Three. That is TV. You're doing the first TV question. Shit. All right, now this is one I think is too easy. Frasier. <laughs> is that real? <laughs> Did that really just happen? <laughs> no, no, that's not the answer to the question. Okay. Damn, that would have been so good. What actor <laughs> received Emmy nominations by playing the same character in three different sitcoms? Oh, Kelsey Grammer. Yes. <laughs> Wait, so oh, the no, third it really was. Is That's third, fucking amazing. Is the third uh, Wings? Uh, oh, yeah. The third? I, so it's Cheers, Frasier, and... Wings? I don't... Like, he, uh, I Wings he guest starred in two other sitcoms. Is, and, is uh, the, but he won Emmy nominations for three separate is, performances. Is the, third, is the third one Homeboys <gasps> in Outer Space? Oh, no. I think he won a... He, he won played a, Frasier in that? Oh, yeah. no. Well, I was going to say he might have won for 30 Miles, Rock, you've done it again. That's more Kelsey Grammer. Um, Kelsey but Grammer it, Emmy nominate. Hold on. Let's, let's look this up. Where did you where did you find this uh this trivia? I don't How remember. How did you even look this up? I don't remember. Christina. Uh, Infowars. <laughs> <laughs> it's got a lot of info there. <sighs> Let's see. Kelsey Grammer Emmy nominations as Frasier. 
it was Wings. Cheers, cheers. Wings, yep. Outstanding lead actor in a comedy series, 1992. As was he, was he that recurring on Wings? No, it's just like one episode. Oh. But, he, but this he got an Emmy nomination for guest starring? You can, the, you can the, get that. The That's nomination crazy. is yeah. Outstanding Lead Actor in a Comedy Series. But it's a series. He doesn't have to be featured in the okay. series. But okay. it's, it's a lead his actor? episode. Yeah. Well, I guess that if, makes sense. Right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah. It is weird. But I will say it is strange because he won it. Uh, for Frasier for the exact same category. So he was nominated for like one episode from Wings, but then he won it for being like the name, you know, the, the show's named after him in another year. So that's kind of a, that seems like it would be like m- best male cameo in a comedy series or something, you know, or guest star. Isn't there an Emmy nomination for guest stars? I think anybody guess not. <laughs> This is telling us that there is, it is not. <laughs> I guess not, too. <laughs> All right. All right. All right. So we're back to Dan again. Here, older two. That's another film question. This one's hard. I didn't think I would, I would get this one. What is the highest grossing rated R movie of all time? Hmm. I feel like this is one of those answers that like changes almost every other year. So I w- I'm probably a few years behind. Right. So that's the problem. I'm not current enough, but, uh, I would not have gotten this answer. I think I, this is hard. I don't think it's probably not obvious. I would guess. I have I have an idea. I want to take a guess. Well, it's Dan, Dan, you guys can guess after Dan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's how this game works. There's no uh, little hints for this one, huh? Um, <sighs> it's not what you think it is. I don't know. <laughs> um, <laughs> well, I don't think I'm it's anything. To, I, so any that's... hint that I think of. <laughs> uh, so it's not anything uh, any hint I'm trying to think of would just completely give it away so hmm. you, just, just throw something out stab in the dark if you don't have anything uh, okay um, Die Hard <laughs> that's a good guess I don't even was Die Hard even rated R yeah, yeah. So yeah it would have there's to be a lot hard. of killing in that one alright and so let's, some... let's hear your thoughts who else is it, there, is it Deadpool no that's okay. what I was you're, thinking you're was like, on the right direction though my guess is Joker. It is Joker. That is it the is answer. Joker. Ah. See, so it just it wow. recently won that. Obviously, I wonder. Ah. I, th- I thought it that's, was dead. That's a shame. Before or at one yeah. point, it was adjusted for inflation. It would be great train robbery, though. <laughs> <laughs> Rescuers right. down under. Notably, <laughs> rated up. filthy fucking movie. Down under, man. Actually, one of was those it, was it one the of those first movies or second that has the porn clip in. <laughs> well, that's what I was about to say. One of those movies has like a a spliced frame. Of one of the rescuers movie it. does. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. That was like one of those urban legends that was actually true. Crazy yeah. So be show. sure you don't show that to your son Armenasante. <laughs> How about it's those two movies are like his two favorite movies. He's watched them like a million times, and I have <laughs> the old school VHSs. That's crazy too. that it like holds up, like. They're good. I, they, know, I, yeah, I wouldn't expect like a kid's kid attention. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think it's good, but I'm very old. <laughs> what are, we got one question left. I'm trying to figure out. What, oh, here we go. Okay. So, Josh, you got the last question. It's a hmm. TV question. Hmm. Who was the youngest person to have hosted SNL? Extra point if you can tell me her age at the time. I said her, so that's... Oh, shit. Uh, But I already... I feel like I know. It's Drew Barrymore. Uh, She was eight years old. Oh, you're so close. 
Uh, and it was like 1983. <laughs> I don't know what year it was, but she was nine years old. Ah, damn. But you guessed right. It was Drew you were, Barrymore. You were, you were closest means, without going over. That means Josh wins, and that means Jeanette wins. I've uh, seen that episode. Yay. I've seen that episode of SNL. I watched it last year. <laughs> it's very awkward. What? Is who was on? Who was on the cast in like the first half of the eighties? Because that was, I think, considered to be like one of the worst parts of. Oh, actually, no, I think it was the mid to late 80s that's like considered to be like the really, really shitty years. Every of era of SNL is considered to be the worst era of SNL. I've done the research. <laughs> I watched, a f- I tried to watch a couple episodes from like most seasons, especially like pivotal time frames. And it's always been kind of bad. Like, but in, in a way that it's not bad. It's just like, it's never, people always say that this era is better. Right. Um, they don't, there's only like one specific era that's like just dog shit bad. It's like there's this transitional phase when like Dick Ebersol took over. Oh, oh, right. That yeah. one's really bad. But other than that, there's just high points, low points. Who, all who was throughout. on the cast during that time? Uh, the Drew Barrymore one. I know that it was Julia Louis Dreyfus, uh, but for the rest of the cast, I can't really. Is recall. that like Joe Piscopo? As, I think was he, he was on, on there? it. Yeah, yeah. 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 That's yeah. a weird, weird time. So there, I will, I will yeah. not hear any Joe Piscopo slander because you've seen the movie Dead Heat. He is very entertaining in that. I have okay. seen. Oh, that. Sorry, dude. I mean, calm down, movie. Calmer than Fucking you are. Please lower, just <laughs> lower your voice, dude. I'm calmer, sorry. Calmer, calmer yeah. than you are. When he I'm played sorry. Frank Sinatra in the mid '80s and on SNL, I just. I won't take any slander of that. <laughs> Nobody talks about Joe Piscopo like that in my house. <laughs> Pisca, no. <laughs> Joe, I'm a Joe Piscopalian. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be the name of the fucking episode right there. <laughs> That's fucking great. Uh, All right, so so well, Jeanette is the winner. I excellent. Have, Jeanette I have, was also our first Patreon. Hell yeah. Uh, oh, Patreon no. subscriber. Well, that's why perfect. I won. That's Hell exciting. Yeah. That's why Josh chose to win this one. Yeah. Um, so I, I haven't picked up the record. It's still going to be a record from Gravity Records. Uh, I'm going to post it on Twitter to see what it is. And Jeanette, if you want the record, I will send it to you. Or if you want to surprise anybody in the world, I will send them a random record. How Anybody about, in the world is that's quite and, the uh, the standard if you, if you're setting. If you there. want a Sri Lankan to get a, a Burt Bacharach <laughs> record, you just let me know. in my head bother you god i struggle with that every fucking week also shout out to all of our patrons thank you again for subscribing i think we got a daisy duke episode that's going to be out tomorrow at the time of recording so you won't hear this until next wednesday (laughs) and uh also um tell a friend uh about the podcast um thank you for all of your support word of mouth helps and play him a clip or something get him to start listening I also say thank you to all of our patrons, and I'm sorry, Steve, that I failed you this week. <laughs> yeah, you fail Steve every week. <laughs> Schweitz already wanted to beat me up on Twitter like a month ago, and <laughs> now really? I lost for him. Yeah, Schweitz is a big dude. I think yeah, he's a he gentle asked, giant, he but he's very tall. Who would tall. win in a fight? 
and uh, <laughs> it's him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, Josh, take us out uh, with another uh, rousing rendition of Steven Tyler's autobiography. All right, so we're on chapter two, and this uh, it's called Zits and Tits. And here we go. <laughs> uh, two months before my eighth birthday, Elvis. Heartbreak Hotel, Hound Dog. It was like getting bitten, getting fucked. It was like getting bitten. Wouldn't that be getting bit? Yeah, it was like yeah, getting bit by a radioactive spider. Uh, Elvis, the extraterrestrial. But it wasn't Elvis who first turned me on to rock and roll. I was too young to quite get it. But four years later, Chubby Checker in Dima the Incredible Diving Horse came roaring into my life. Well, that's <laughs> something that didn't hold up. Look, look uh, at how many time, sentences we're in, and I have no fucking clue what he's talking about. He's talking about the beginning of rock and roll, man. <laughs> With a diving uh, horse? like I think that's an artist that probably got lost to the sands of time. Oh, right on. Uh, by the time I was 12, Chubby Checker's twist was huge. It was the only single to top Billboard's Hot 100 twice. I went with my family in the summer of 1960 and saw him at the Steel Pier in New Jersey. It was such a big fucking hit, even your parents wanted to see him. He was playing live that night, and I got to see a woman on a horse jump off a 30-foot diving platform <laughs> into a tank of water. Maybe it is a fucking horse. <laughs> it's it's a fucking horse. I could have just kept reading. It's they a fucking had, horse. They had such little music back then that one of the biggest musical artists was just a horse jumping into a pool of that water. Fucking wild. I just thought it was like <laughs> Chubby Checker. Bopper. Chubby Checker just re-recorded his song for number one hits twice, and one of the biggest musical acts was a horse jumping in water but you know what like fucking that you know what people would be like tiktok like has fucked shit up but it's like we've always liked stuff like that yes like exactly a fucking, exactly okay because this will explain a little bit more okay all right um so i got to see a woman on a horse jump off a 30 foot diving platform into a tank of water the announcer said ladies and gentlemen dima the wonder horse is going to dive into the small tank of water her rider miss olive Gilnall will guide Dima during her 30-foot drop into the tank. Now we need you to be very quiet. It takes all of her concentration to get it right, or they will miss the tank and fall to their death. God. So what I'm saying, we've always liked that kind of shit over yeah, things yeah. like Chubby Checker. <laughs> uh, Dima and her rider made a perfect dive and landed in the tank. Most of the water flew up in a huge wave over the side of the tank, and the crowd went wild. And those two images, Chubby Checker doing the twist and the sexy girl in a bathing suit on a huge horse in a death-defying leap fused in my mind. And that was my introduction to the world of rock and roll. <laughs> Makes sense. I get it. I heard sex and twist. I didn't know what sex was, and I hadn't gotten laid yet. I didn't know how to do sex. I didn't know what blowjobs were, and I'm supposed to put my thing in your what? But I heard sex in the music, and that's what I love. I love that someone could allude to the most primal of instincts, what everybody wanted to do on a date, and put it in a song on the radio. And if the song came on and you were with your date, you ended up doing it. Wow. And then there was the fuck all of it. All the things you couldn't say or do, you could do on stage or in your music. What about Ian Whitcomb's song? Where he sings like a girl and he's begging a girl. 
By singing it in that crazy falsetto voice, he was able to convey unspeakable emotions that made girls blush and turn heads everywhere. And he nailed it. It was a huge hit, and they all had the same things in common. Little Richard's high falsetto screams that incited the Beatles' high harmonies, and there was the end of Ian Whitcomb's turn-on song, which spoke to those who heard it like a breathy wet spot that climbed right out of the speakers and grabbed you by the necks and made your ears cry. There was nothing you could do about it except dance or be the lead singer of a band and do it all yourself. Excellent. Uh, I just want to retouch on the diving horse thing. Are y'all <laughs> familiar with how popular of an attraction that was? I've it never heard of that before me. ever. You've never heard of this? Okay. No. No. So to Josh's point about like, you know, America's never been stupider. They're entertained by the dumbest <laughs> shit. Yeah, right. I just want you, uh, <laughs> for listeners at home, for Vic, everybody, just Google horse diving and go down a little, like, like history lesson of how fucking wildly popular this shit was. Um, incredible pictures show horses and their brave riders jumping off platforms twice the height of Olympic diving boards into just 12 feet of water. Horse Jesus diving Christ. developed in America in the early part of the 20th century. <laughs> Stunt saw a woman launching her horse off a 40 or 60 foot platform. The horse and rider would then land in a pool of water just 12 feet deep became one of the most popular attractions in Atlantic City. I wonder how 19- many times that went wrong. Too. Right. Well, oh, there's lots of went wrong uh, <laughs> for, for this. Uh, amazingly, despite animal welfare concerns, the stunt, continu- <laughs> <laughs> the stunt continued until 1978. It was Damn. the inspiration oh for Milo and Otis. it's it's like it's one of those things where it it sounds like too much of a fever dream to be true and then you look up these photos and it was it was a huge attraction to watch this weird like bizarre yeah it's just it's so strange man. how much do you think the horse diving industry helped the rise of the glue industry Oh man! One impacted the other, I'm sure. Yeah. So did they just like one day suddenly wake up and I'm like, go, wow, this is kind of wrong. (laughs) Yes, so well, no, it sounds like there were concerns for a long time. It's just one of those things where like uh, they they woke up and they're like, this seems kind of wrong. Anyway, let's go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. (laughs) So for like a long period of time, you would say, I think it's kind of fucked up, and someone at your job would be like. Shut up, you fucking asshole. (laughs) (laughs) Ding. We're in an adult zone. How long does it take to say four fucking names? Jim, Jeff, Tim, Steve. God damn. (laughs) (laughs) You bitch. (laughs) What about Dante? I'm going to shit my pants. Again. Again? What about Dante? What the fuck? <laughs> what about Dre? <laughs> Motherfucker's act like he forgot about Dre. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what about Dante uh, is the less popular sequel to What About Bob? 